And they kind of looked at me and they said the answer was, was alcohol. Tom Caulfield, James Whistle. This is the story of The Tempest 2. So ladies and gentlemen, The Tempest 2. Welcome back to The Tempest 2 podcast. Welcome to The Tempest 2 podcast, everyone. Hope you're having a good week. Oh, coming with the radio DJ energy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a hard job, actually, isn't it? Is it? Not sure. <laughs> Don't I think know. it is. I think it must I think be. It is. is it a dying job, ma- radio? <laughs> um, no, it's not. Radio is still pounding. That's weird, isn't it? Pounding is a weird word to describe it. It's doing really well. Is it? Is it, is it still using... This is... For... Radio waves, is that still a thing? Yeah, I think so. Right, most of it's your, your dab, isn't it? Your digital stuff. In, unless you're on DAB, yeah, which I believe is more internet-based. Right, good. I'm fucking right. up. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we got that out of the way. But uh, welcome to the Tempest 2 podcast. If, if, if you can listen to one part of this podcast, that's the best bit. We've just you know, <laughs> really dug into radio. Well, uh, you're welcome. I do think it's a hard job. Imagine those days you just can't be can't be asked, and you've got to sit there in front of the nation. Yeah, um, they are quite just... annoying on the whole, aren't they? Radio presenters. They are. And I feel like I you've think, got to be quite think, an annoying person. I feel like you can tell when they can't be bothered as well because they just will drop ten songs back to back. Is that right? I need the can. I'm playing five songs. <laughs> I'll be back shortly. Smooth. I like smooth. <laughs> You're right. The radio station. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, they don't chat like, a lot. I like magic. Okay, mm. what's that a bit of R and B? No, it's kind of like power love rock ballads. <laughs> you got to be in the right frame of mind, but it can can be just a, epic. A couple of tears rolling down the face on the M1. Yeah, exactly. Other roads are available. Da, 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 da. I'm in love with you, like stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Like that Aerosmith. I wasn't shit. sure what song that was then, but yeah. Well, that's clearly your fault. All <laughs> uh, right, <laughs> so should we dig in? Let's go. Week? Let's let's start, shall we? What well, what's uh what's going on? Oh, what's happened last weekend? Bank holiday. Bank holiday oh, weekend. What? Yeah, it's it's a funny time of year, isn't it? At the moment, it's it's bank holiday season. May in particular. Mental. I haven't worked in three weeks. I'm not sure anyone has. <laughs> it's bizarre. The country's just on on hold. Every got three bank holidays in the month of May. It's an enormous economical hit. Yeah. Bank holidays. Yeah, like, I did see something about productivity as well. It's just because even around that, people take holidays. People that are going into work are just checked out, aren't they? You know. However, people are saying like you know it's really bad for productivity and stuff like that. However, most of Europe just fuck off for the entirety of the summer. Yeah, August doesn't really exist in France, does doesn't it? Doesn't exist. Yeah. So, you know, I think I think we're right. We take we take a Friday off now and again and a Monday and yeah. Sure everyone goes massive the whole weekend so it writes off the next two weeks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone starts but on the Thursday. Lazy Europeans are they're off the entire summer. Yeah. What do they do? Is is that like a, is that a legal thing? It is in Sweden. They just yeah, it is, isn't it? They just straight up have loads of time off. I mean, yeah, fair play. I mean, it makes sense, but it also shows why 
they're not doing that well i'd like to i know um he and his listeners uh his family sorry can can listen to this and and do sometimes but i'd I'd like to personally congratulate the king yes Um, well done you made it you're 79 i think um oldest ever monarch that must be mental he's got to be livid isn't he he's like fucking hell she's still going i know mental 79 i mean did you watch any of of the coronation i i was in spain but we watched a bit of it uh just on our phones and ipads for a little bit yeah um just but not it is totally it's just like a film isn't it (laughs) yeah literally it's it's unreal and i'm still on the fence about it i think i hate it i'm not sure okay what not, just the not, not not the not the whole like monarch and the king himself but just the, the whole thing is just so mental i saw and it wasn't massive on twitter like the irony of the king ro- rolling down the streets in a golden carriage with the potholes filled in with sand because you can't afford to fill him in it's just i mean i think i think it's pretty cool i kind of feel it's a bit of a bit of branding. It's just a bit of branding for the country. This is one big advertising campaign, isn't it, to the world? Yeah, I, I don't mind it. And I know there's there's always going to be, you know, no matter what kind of economic state, there's always shit going on in the country that is like, you know, it's there's always tough times, isn't there? There's always stuff going wrong and we haven't got enough money and stuff like that. Yeah. And I completely understand, you know, why, is, why are we spending 100 million on this and not? filling fucking potholes in or NHS. It's like, well, to be honest, a hundred million spread across all that shit isn't going to do anything. <laughs> it's not going to do anything. Is you know, it's much bigger issues than just. You could probably do, do a few million? potholes with a hundred million. Yeah, potholes <laughs> maybe, but it's, it's it's pissing in the wind, isn't it? Really, when you think about it, it's like a short-term fix. It's the but, classic, the money it brings in as well. Yeah, exactly. it's all we've got. I think what we need to. We yeah. need to remember, it's all we have. That's what I was going to say. I feel like you, you go to different places around the world for different things. You might go to the, you know, the Grand Canyon or, or you know, see different uh, natural fucking wonders of the world in different places. If you're outside around the world and you're looking at the UK, the monarchy, all that stuff, it's kind of the thing that we got going, isn't it? That history, that tradition, that culture kind of why some people come so it's we've kind of got if if we get rid of it what do we have exactly if we get rid of it (laughs) we're a shit america because we can't (laughs) we can't afford all the big parties and stuff like they do or we're just basically like a cold australia (laughs) so a shit australia as well yeah so you know let's keep hold of it (laughs) let's keep hold of this game of thrones weird shit that goes on and that's very bizarre. Cool. It's very bizarre, but it is all we have, really. Yeah, and we'll take the bank holiday, so thanks very much. Yeah, yeah. I think it's meant to... I just think the whole thing is very funny. Just this weird little family that just rule everything. That, no it, reason. It, it, it no must, reason why It must do. be mad for them, don't you reckon? They're I might... genuinely think it's, it'll be the <laughs> shittest job in the world. Do you reckon? Can you imagine being a prick? Like, it is garbage i think it, it must be more weird for the people who aren't in line so like harry like andrew <laughs> the, the we, won't, we won't we won't go down that rabbit hole but 
if if you're in line, you got to buy in. You're hundred percent in. You're all you're deep, aren't you? Because you're you're about to be that. But if you're on the fringes, you mm. kind of you're in that very strange little world. But that you're only ever on the edge of it. Hence, you end up on weird little islands with young children, where you shouldn't be, you or shouldn't be. or you write a book hammering yeah. all your family. Yeah. In the Netflix you... series. Yes. Stop. Give us some anonymity on Netflix to a million, <laughs> hundred million people. What a fucking clown. Oh, my God. But it must just be, I mean, I guess it's obvious, but it must just be so insane. It's terrible. It must be terrible. Because, yeah. like, and everyone's like, oh, imagine never having to worry about money. So, yeah, but they don't, they can't just go and, they can't drive around in fucking Ferraris and, yeah. Like go on normal holidays and do normal shit because whatever they do, whatever you do, apart from be a paedophile, you get scrutinized for. <laughs> I mean, he's got away with a lot of shit, to be fair to him. Oh, he's weird. weird he's still there, let's be honest. That there's I just know. just this nonce walking down the fucking aisle. <laughs> Speaking about nonces, did we, did we say this on a previous podcast that Manny um <laughs> No, we haven't, but we need to. So <laughs> Manny and she actually showed me a uh a video on TikTok the other day that was exactly the same thing. It's like a bit of a thing that lots of people don't know what the word nonce means. Right. And there seems to be a big group of people that seem to think it just means, oh, you're, you're plonker. You're silly. You're silly Billy. You're little nonce. <laughs> you're daft brush. So for years, Manny always just called me a nonce. And I just found it hilarious. I was like, that's pretty punchy calling me that. <laughs> and we were in like a shop like, a couple of months ago. And, um, I, don't know, I made some shit joke and she went, oh, shut up, you nonce. In front of, in front of people. I was like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. Like, you can't say that in public, like, especially when people are in earshot. She's like, why? I was like, do you know what nonce means? She's like, yes. <laughs> it means you're like a twat. And I was like, no, it means you're a pedo. <laughs> oh. So... That's, that is so good. You quickly nip that yeah. in the bud right now. Yeah, thank God. Christ, someone's got kicked out. That does um, make that is very funny though. <laughs> Love that. I wonder what the Do you reckon there would have been like a bit of a sesh at the end of the coronation or Yeah. Behind closed doors, I reckon it gets loosey goosey. Mike Tyndall just chucking the pints back. A few dusty heads in the morning, and then they threw the world's worst concert from two thousand and seven. Oh, did they? Yeah. The lineup was bizarre. Really? You're talking Pussycat Dolls. Okay. Ollie Murs. What? <laughs> um, Katy it's basically, Perry. It's basically, it's basically X Factor from 10 years ago. It was literally like they went back 15 years and just rolled out the top 10. Take that. El- El- Take that. Fuck those lads need to. Do you know I saw a Nando's the other day? Gary Barlow? No, I wish. Sorry, sight. Lee from Blue. Yeah. <laughs> Lee from Blue. That's quite the downgrade from Take That as well. How the mighty have fallen. <laughs> Gindabadi. Oh my Imagine God. being in a boy band of that size and then it's you're in Nando's yeah. on a Tuesday. <laughs> on a rainy Tuesday in Stoke. Mental. Ah, that must be tough. There's no boy bands anymore. None. We were uh, trying to I, think of I, one. I, um... I saw this thing actually the other day on Twitter. We will get round to some adventure stuff. Nah, fuck it. This is way better. (laughs) But it was a a list uh, of famous British bands in history. And it's it's literally the who's, the ultimate 
basically all the best rock bands ever you can think of are all British. Mm. And then it was like, what's happened in the last 10 years? Who's the best British band in the last 10 years? I don't think there is any. Rock band. But what is a band anymore? They don't exist. It's all just solo artists, isn't it? That sound yeah. the same. Why is that? You're old, you know, what, what was your last one? Coldplay's ages ago. Uh, one Direction. Yeah. They were like the yeah. biggest, they were the last big boy band ever. Mental. Not ever. There'd probably be some coming up. But... <laughs> no, ever. You said it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> no first. more. Strange though, isn't it? I, I don't mind a boy band. Who's your favourite British rock band? Don't say One Direction. Um, a Fleetwood Mac? British? They are indeed. Fleetwood Mac. Basically, anyone you can think of is, is British. Mad, isn't it? Absolutely. Oasis. Oasis is pretty mustard, aren't they? Classic, aren't they? Queen as well. Queen, yeah, I mean, yeah, fucking hell. We've, we've got the monopoly on that. <laughs> Absolutely. We're Beatles. shitting on everyone with those names. Rolling Stones. Yeah. AC? No, they're American. They um, are American, actually. Iron Maiden are British, though. There you go. The Sex Death Pistols. Lit. Sex Pistols. <laughs> the Beatles. Hello. Stone Roses. <laughs> right, we could be here all day, dude. Yeah, fuck it <laughs> up. Right, so, yeah, Coronation, the verdict is, yeah, it's all right, but pretty weird, but that doesn't happen that often, so let's all go over it. There probably will be one in a couple of years. Won't there? Yeah, exactly, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. I'd love to get an invite just to see what it's like. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so, and then we roll into another another nine bank holidays coming up. Mm. Uh, is it bank holiday this weekend? No, it's Next not. Monday, weekend after. Two well, weekends. Two weekends, actually. 29th. Not when we're in Cape Town. The Monday before we leave. Monday before we leave. Okay. Mm. Nice. Yeah, we've got a bit of travel. You're going to Italy. We spoke about this last time. I know I go to Istanbul tomorrow. A little bit, little bit spicy Istanbul this weekend. It is, it? isn't it? I uh, didn't realise it was the, the general election for a new president, which yeah. could get a little bit spicy. <laughs> Yeah, so hopefully we'll be recording next uh, next Tuesday. Mm. Yes, to cross or, our fingers that you make it home. As one of my friends said, uh, we can hide in Soho House, which is essentially a cool kids embassy. <laughs> <laughs> it's target number one. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. That's where they will be knocking at the doors with pitchforks. Um, <laughs> That'll be great. Yeah, right. So, what else is going on? I've, I've got a little note here that you've written down about something to do with the skateboard. Yeah, so I can't remember if I mentioned this last week or not, but I found a, an old skateboard that I've had for a long time, back of the shed, spent a lot of time in the van, that skateboard. Mm. Um, and I just thought marathon fever had kind of hit me, and I just thought, why don't I try and skateboard a marathon, as you do? Mm -hmm. I've got mm -hmm. no idea if it's going to be easy or hard, um, but I plan on giving it a bloody good goo on Friday morning. Right, okay. There's a break now... in the world's worst weather. And um, the the immediate question is, location is key. Yes, isn't it? It is because you're on wheels. So if there's any hills, you're fucked. Basically, yes, exactly. But I guess around where you live, like that Milton Keynes area, you've got the redways, as you always call it. Which <laughs> is what... that, no, I don't call it that. That's what they're called. <laughs> oh, well, I'm going on the redways. So, yeah, all right, mate. It's bike lane, Jesus. I, but you've I'm got a... quite a lot of bike lanes. No, they're redways. <laughs> I'm a snob with this sort of thing. I'm lucky okay. to, you know, you run in a city, 
what do you do? You have to stop at traffic lights. That's disgusting. That makes me feel sick. How about build a city for pedestrians first and then but you can't walk them. anywhere. You can't walk anywhere in Milton Keynes. It's like America. It's all miles apart. You've got to walk a long way, but you can do it if you want. <laughs> <laughs> there is roadways if you wanted to do it. It's built for long distance pedestrianising. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're built just for waiting. Over the next 30 years, it's all going to get filled in almost certainly. So, uh, But yeah, there, there is lots of redways. So I think by the time I get into that area, should be plenty of opportunity to... I mean, there's easily... 50 miles worth of redways if I wanted to uh, to tackle it all. And it's relatively flat. So I don't know. I don't know if the skateboard's up to it. My How back's like... almost certainly not up yeah, to it. Yeah, I was going to say, that's going to fucking hurt. What, what else is going to hurt? I imagine one leg is going to really hurt. You're going to have to do like five minutes on the right, five minutes on the left. I think I am, aren't I? I'm going to be stopping for nice coffees, you know, pastry here and there. What are you gonna wear? I, this is—I don't know. I've no idea. You could go down the more athletic route, but you look like a twat, won't you? Is that—is that guy confused or drunk or what is it? Is he wearing leggings? This is just escape to the asylum, by the looks of things. Um, or you can't really go down the skateboarding route because it's the least functional clothing you're ever gonna have, and I don't really have any of that. So I don't know. Probably a raincoat, based on the recent weather around here. Yeah, it's belting it down right now. Which is lovely. Um, so hopefully, yeah, I mean, next week, I'll let you know how I get on. I might end up doing four miles, but we'll... Uh... <laughs> yeah, I mean, do document it. We'll see. See, you know, see, wonder what you can learn by skateboarding 26.2 miles. I've got a question for you. Okay. If you had the choice, do you have to choose one of these two things? So you had to spend either... One year alone on a raft in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. And it's like a survival raft. You've got, you know, you've got water and stuff like that. You're going to survive. You've got sufficient stuff, but you can't be rescued. You are stuck on there alone for a year. Right. Or would you rather be stuck on that same raft with a Rubik's Cube and you got off it when you solved the Rubik's Cube? The latter. You'd back yourself to get the Rubik's cube. Yeah, one hundred percent. Can you? Have you ever? I've never. Do you know? What, I've never done a Rubik's. No, cube. I've never tried it either. But even just having something to do, even if it took yeah. a year. Yeah, that's true. I reckon. <laughs> but what I'd... if it went over a year? Yeah, that'd be really annoying. Imagine the year passed. How psycho you would be. Yeah, it's like for not being able to do this. Rubik's he's cube. still not done it. Is he a complete I idiot? I don't know, Rubik's Cube. Is there just like a way to do it? And if you don't know it, you can't? Or is yeah, it... I think so. I think... Oh, God. I wouldn't bat myself. You, you sure? I reckon you'd probably figure it out in like a week. Oh, Not sure. Not sure about that. But, but you're you going just slowly mental. The same thing, yeah, you probably try end up trying to eat it or something. You go that mental. <laughs> and then you're stuck on the raft for life. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You drop it. <laughs> yeah. That's a good question. What would you rather? I mean, probably the Rubik's Cube. Yeah, a year is such a long time. You've got to back yourself, haven't you? And if you can't do it, you probably deserve to perish. Yeah. 
I'll get a keynote, wouldn't it? You should do. Man stays at sea on a raft until he solves Rubik's Cube. Again, probably depends how long it would take. Because you get so some people it. in the audience being like, that would take me half an hour. Yeah. So, right, so he's done it in a day. It's like, ah, bugger. <laughs> that was, <laughs> yeah, that was that. expensive Rubik's Cube. It was easy enough. Hey, that would be a good pitch to publishers. It's like, we will spend the entire time on a raft that it takes us to write a book. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, this is a terrible book. It's like, we rushed it. We did rush it. <laughs> this is an essay at best. 15 pages long. It's like, it was very, very choppy out there. <laughs> felt, I felt sick. It's terrible. It's terribly written. I like that, though. Yeah, let's get that pitch out there. Okay. <laughs> Not a problem. <laughs> See if that one lands. That'd be good uh, marketing, wouldn't it? This this book was written on a raft. Would anyone care? Probably not. No. Speaking about good marketing. Go on. This week's we need to get some jingles made up, like Adventure Mindset segment. Oh, like it. Adventure mindset. Adventure mindset fucking segment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, all right. You, I'll leave that one with you. Cool. Um, this is a story. We're gonna go back in time now to 1958 we find ourselves in las vegas in nevada in the united states of america and we join a simple businessman called doc bailey doc bailey has bought a rundown struggling hotel called hacienda it has 265 rooms got a bit of a bad reputation problem this is pre-google pre-tripadvisor how do you market that to new travelers he tries everything. He gets the topless women serving cocktails. He's got flyers. He's got planes, dragon signs, all that stuff. Nothing works. So he approaches two blokes who work for him. They're like maintenance men, one of which used to be a captain uh, or pilot in the Air Force in America. He used to uh, fly bombers in the, in the war. And he came up with a, an idea to set a world record very Branson-esque, ahead of Branson's time. And basically what they did was, and this record still stands, for the longest single flight of an aeroplane in history. And this lad called Robert Tim and John Cook, these two blokes, they stayed airborne for 64 days in a little shitty plane. (laughs) How? Yeah, how? Thank you. Good <laughs> well question. Done. So basically what they did was they stripped out this little old plane, painted the logo on it, uh, Hacienda, et cetera, et cetera, and they just flew it around Vegas. And when they needed to refuel, they would head to this like landing strip, which is like a mile long, and they'd have a fuel truck drive along at 50 mile an hour or whatever it was. The plane would match it like they do in the air. Mm. And they would drop a hose down, they'd connect it, and they'd refuel the plane driving along. And it would be about 20 feet above the deck. Mental. And they'd just keep doing that. And they'd do it twice a day. They'd rendezvous with this truck. Um, Yeah, 64 days. Yeah, that's absolutely insane. Like, regardless of the refueling and stuff, they were in, uh, it's one of those, like, bi-wing planes, like tiny little cockpit, open cockpit. For 64 days. They must have been like getting fucked food and stuff from that as well. Yeah, I don't know what they did with food actually. That's, I mean, did it work? How did the hotel go? 
Ah, oh, not great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it went great. Um, but yeah, it still stands. Sixty-four days airborne. Yeah, no, that doesn't surprise me. That's such a long time. Really long. Ten days longer than the row. Shit. Just flying around the co- flying around Vegas. Flying around Vegas. People must have been like that fucking plane. <laughs> Shut That's up. That's the mate. ender. Yeah, it's one place I'm never going. It's the hacienda. <laughs> it's like I live here. I don't need a hotel. That is amazing. Um, so yeah, I thought that was mad. That is mad. That is absolutely. So was. Oh yeah, shit me. Bomber pilot. I mean, talk about putting your skills to good use. Yeah, you must have been desperate, right? Probably like, what can I do? It's like. I don't think it links, but fly a plane? <laughs> yeah, fuck it. I'll fly a plane for 64 days. It's like, Should have probably dragged Christ. like um, a banner behind it. Yeah, probably. What are they called? <laughs> uh, a plane banners. I think we should do that, actually. We should put an ad. For the a, Tempest, a Tempest 2 ad on the okay. back of a plane. Yeah. And, and fly it. Maybe not for 64 days, but just back and forth, up and down. In between San Jose and San Francisco. Just Silicon Valley. Just Silicon Valley, up and down. Just like weirdly low as well. It's like, it seems quiet down there. It's like, oh, working from home. They're all working <laughs> from Remote home. work's killed us. <laughs> yeah, maybe like that's a bad idea. Single... Maybe we should go over like Doha or something instead. <laughs> yeah, just go after that oil money. Yeah, exactly. Straight to we Saudi should... with it. We should try and get some Saudi keynotes, shouldn't we? Mm. They've got some quiche flying about. Yeah, they do, don't they? Oh, just feel like the, I feel like the humour would go right over their heads. Yeah. Yeah. Can't be much worse than the uh, keynote in Germany, but still. No, nothing can nothing can be worse than that one. <laughs> I think we picked a bad day for it, didn't we, on the on the day of Brexit, but that's <clears throat> we did. Um unlucky. That's a good one. That's a really good adventure mindset piece. Yeah. Fair play to them. Fair play well to done. Robert Tim and John Cook. Uh, speaking of Silicon Valley, do you want to talk about our reminiscence segment? Yes, let's. Um, we're going to go, speaking of Silicon Valley, we're going <laughs> to go to uh, M- Menlo Park? No. No, that's Facebook. Cupertino. 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 <laughs> Cupertino and the donut. Um, we were lucky enough to get uh, the invite, the nod, Um the wave, that's not that's not the phrase. Um, we had a meeting. We had a we had a good friend of ours in um, in Apple in the Cupertino office. And for those that don't know, it's incredibly challenging to uh, to get in there. They're they're not keen on opening it up, are they? No, I, I've never seen security like it to get into an office. Yeah, there's there's very few um, outsiders allowed in. Um, but we made it in. It was mental for even from the moment we parked. The, we parked and we went into the first little, uh, I don't even know what you call it, lobby, I suppose, which is completely separate. It's like something out of um, fucking Interior Design Digest or something like that. It's an insane place, isn't it? Yeah. Everything's mirrored. Everything's marbled. Everything's got about 90-foot ceilings, uh, and the <laughs> chairs are about 30 metres apart. It's bizarre, but awesome. Um, so we made our way in there. Oh, I don't know what to talk about first because we had lunch in there as well, didn't we? 
yeah, the lunch was good. You know, I'm, we're pretty well versed in tech lunches. We're calling that. So we've been to most, you know, big tech companies, their offices in America. So, you know, the Airbnbs, the Dropbox, the Google, Nike, and obviously Apple. <clears throat> and they all obviously pride themselves on the employee perks. Yeah. Which we'll come on to in a minute, because which is quite interesting with the whole work from home stuff. But uh, yeah, Apple was, it was the cleanest space I've ever been in. Yeah. You know, and if those who haven't seen it, it's that big, perfect, like circular donut. The uh, canteen is all done on iPads. So you just go up to an iPad and you say, right, I want sushi. I want a kombucha. I want a coffee, blah, 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 blah. And it's all just ready for you when you get like around the corner. Uh, incredible space, but like I've never felt seen an office like that in my life. It was just insane the size of it. Yeah, the the garden in the middle as well was like they're clearly there, the absolute pride of the office. They kept going on about. I mean, it did look it looked like Jurassic Park in the middle of the office. It was pretty mental, and everything is like focused on that, isn't it? I remember what were they saying about the the doors and the. Well, it must be ninety-five percent glass. The office, right? It was the bit is uh, the biggest single pieces of glass ever made. Right? Yeah, fuck, that's mad. So that so it's obviously the entire exterior of that office and interior wall is just massive panels of glass, but it's all perfectly, you know, angled so it's you know it's circular, and yeah, it's the the biggest pieces of glass ever made. It is literally, to be fair, and it looks like it on the inside. It's like an engineering masterpiece, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it really is. Yeah, it, yeah. it feels like it, even when you when you walk in there. It's it's exactly what you'd imagine. Take you know the ultimate Apple store and put it on steroids. You know, dial it up by a thousand times. It's like that. But there's there must be I don't know ten fifteen thousand people or something it's on that huge, campus. Yeah. But you would never know it. You know, it's everything's hidden perfectly and it's never like overwhelming. It's just, I mean, obvious maybe in hindsight, but remarkable place. They spent billions on it and then COVID happened <laughs> and everyone's working from home. Just be like, they, really? They must have called people back. I think, I think they have. <laughs> Along with Google are doing the same, aren't they? Google are building the biggest office in Europe in King's Cross, this absolute Goliath of a building. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, I quite like working from home. It's like, do you? Do you? <laughs> fucking get back in in now. Yeah, exactly. We're going to have to it's make basketball court than your play itself. Yeah, exactly. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And they were kind enough to um, to give us a couple of toys to uh, to test out, weren't they, on, on some of our adventures. So... <laughs> yeah, they sent us, like, a couple of phones, some watches. Yeah. And then <laughs> we were like, oh, thanks so much. We'll post about it. They're like... Please don't post about us. Yeah, literally. Do not post, post about, about it. us. It's like, okay, cool. It's like, love the partnership with Apple. Like, get that, <laughs> get that off, get that off. You're not, we're not sponsoring you in any way. We just need you to leave us alone. Here are some gifts. It's like, okay, but it feels like a partnership. <laughs> I feel just, like it's. We're, we're just running an ad, so don't mind us. Just ignore yeah. it. It's fine. Headline sponsor. Are you guys happy with that? <laughs> But yeah, it was, uh, again, a very Apple thing to do. It's just they just wanted a bit of feedback on how it worked in the middle of Patagonia. Um, Fine. And the the battery on the watch ran out at mile 46 <laughs> on the run. So <laughs> terrible. 
terrible terrible watch for adventure but then again um, not really built for that i suppose no i guess not uh we've got four minutes left we do um, indeed we do indeed we're, we're back we're back on the time limit both self-imposed and technologically at this point um so the challenge we set last week for the next few weeks is 100 press-ups a day yeah uh, for 30 days we both set our benchmarks uh yep. a few days ago at the start of the week i did 56 and one hit you did an amazing 61 um <laughs> My feedback so far is it's not very hard no. to do. But no. I guess what we're trying to do is seeing if we can increase our one set max, right? Rather exactly. I, I, I was thinking about that after we've been, we've been chatting about it. And I think that actually almost makes it more compelling because a lot of people will be able to do 100 press-ups a day and it feels doable. It doesn't take up much of your day at all, does it? You can do it no. in five minutes or whatever. But then at the end of a month, you know, you've done 3,000 press-ups or something, whatever it is, way more than you would have done before. And it would just be interesting to see what that number is in a month's time or three weeks' time now. Um, and so what what do you reckon? How, how are you, I, how I'm are you predicting, finding them? I'm predicting quite a big increase, actually. Yeah. I'm already finding, like, when I did that 56, you know, it's pretty hard at the end. But, I'm, you know, I'm... I'm doing a set of 40 now pretty, pretty comfortably. I say I could definitely feel it getting easier. I, so I reckon it'd be like a, a good 20% increase on that total. Yeah, I reckon. I like it. Yeah, I, I, I reckon it'll be the same. I think, I don't know about you, but it's not like I did press-ups regularly before this no. at all. So there was no, no like conditioning for that sort of thing. And then having done loads like in a, in a short space of time, I reckon we'll both get around the... 75 85 mm. mark that sort of thing which is i might be completely wrong um but i reckon we'll be cruising through the 50 mark and then maybe we'll just fall off a cliff but yeah it'll be uh it'll be interesting see how yeah. uh, but I, I, I like how easy it is it's not like oh god you know drive here do this it's literally just like drop down and give me 20 in fact i've got to do mine today i haven't done them yet yeah i only did 20 this morning um but yeah join in guys it's really not it's well, it's not that hard. It is quite hard if you don't exercise, but it's not like a big ask. Like you can do ten sets of ten. Exactly. Um, it's actually the hardest part is remembering to do them. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. I had to do a, a batch of seventy before bed the other night. I was like, "Fucking hell!" <laughs> <laughs> Got onto bed absolutely pumped yeah. up. Hey, it's <laughs> a bed looking remarkable. <laughs> uh, can you put a tan on. Yeah, it's just like, "Hey, mm, <laughs> <laughs> Quick, get the photo shoot on. But yeah, de definitely join in. I mean, drop down and, and give us 10 or 20 now, unless you're driving. I can do it. Do it. Pull over on a lay-by if you're driving. Yeah, if you're doing it, you get down in the train carriage if you're listening on the train. Do if it. You're on, if you're in the office, drop down. Drop down, baby. <laughs> Make it happen. We don't want excuses over here. Just get it done. Oh, like it, Goggins. Thank you. <laughs> Stay hard. <laughs> <laughs> stay hard stay hard stay fresh <laughs> okay uh, we've got less than a minute <laughs> quick good stuff no no that that's all i think fantastic news it's been a pleasure um we'll look forward to chatting to everyone next week look forward to hearing how you get on in istanbul as well fingers crossed yes. the election goes smoothly yes no rioting please and um if you want to follow along on friday and see how i get along skateboarding uh, <laughs> then please do so and we'll, we'll catch up next week but thanks for listening guys bye guys ciao ciao